Radio Mano Papachango. Kids, how you doing out there in the world? Uh, I'm coming to you from San Francisco, uh, where I am about to go out onto a secluded beach somewhere in Sonoma, and um, probably take some mushrooms and watch the full moon and welcome the new year in the middle of nowhere with a close friend of mine. Uh, that's how I do New Year's Eve. I can't handle the, well, I can handle the parties. I just don't want to. Um, I feel like this weird, this weird forced revelry, this obligatory, uh, kind of, uh, I'm a fucking, I'm a grumpy fuck. And it's not because I'm old. I've always been grumpy. I don't know why. I just don't like, I don't like feeling like I'm part of a herd. Every time I'm in a herd, I feel like we're running toward a cliff. I don't know why that is. Maybe too many Nazi movies when I was a kid. I don't know what it is. But feeling part of a group experience makes me uncomfortable. Um, so New Year's Eve parties and, you know, I just see a desperation in people's eyes at New Year's Eve parties. Like, you know, I think that most people are living lives of quiet desperation, as Henry David Thoreau put it back in the 1840s. And uh, so I think New Year's is actually a very painful experience for most people. Because if you're living a life that's inauthentic, the last thing you want to do is reflect upon it. And I think, in a way, those parties are ways of they serve to distract from the reflection. So anyway, I like to go. My idea of a good way to celebrate New Year's Eve is to be with someone I care about and uh, or alone and think, you know, touch base. So that's what I do. I can't remember the last time I went to a New Year's Eve party. If you are alone, I just want to say hello to you and uh, assure you that you're actually not alone. This can be a difficult time of year for people like us who aren't part of the herd. Because 
It's like social media. It looks like everybody's having a fucking amazing life on social media, including me. You look at if you follow me on Instagram or something, all you see is, oh, there's Chris in the desert and there's Chris in Baja and there's Chris doing this cool thing and there's Chris doing that cool thing. Yeah, that's just because I don't take pictures of the uncool things. I don't take pictures of my friends and family who are dying or going through really hard times. I don't take pictures when I'm visiting people in the hospital. I don't take pictures of friends calling me up in tears because of some loss that they're going through. And I think life is like that. You you look at other people and you see they you only see what they show you and so you get the impression everybody's having a better life than you are everybody's happy but if you look at it from an anthropological perspective you see that man no look at the addiction rates look at the opioid epidemic look at suicide rates look at the amount of antidepressants that are being pumped into the fucking society so much that the rivers are polluted with Prozac people aren't happy so if you're not happy if you're or or if you are happy but you're lonely or you're isolated and you're you're wondering about your life i just want to assure you that if you're being authentic with yourself you're on the right track i think it was hamlet in which shakespeare wrote i think it was polonius was the character who was giving advice to a younger man and he said to thine own self be true, and it follows as night follows the day, thou canst not then be false to any man. In other words, if you don't lie to yourself, you won't lie to other people. So if you're out there feeling like things could be better, you're going through a rough patch, whatever it is, as long as you're being honest with yourself, then you're ahead of the game. And I just want to say hello to you and, uh, you know, let you know you're not alone. These podcasts are strange. They're, they're fun. They're They're frivolous. They're I don't know. They're serious. It's it's a very, I feel like it's a new road that no one's gone down before. We're not quite sure what the fuck we're doing. Sometimes I take it very seriously and sometimes I feel like, yeah, I just turn on a microphone when I'm hanging out with friends and for some reason people listen. I don't know. You know, it, it's, it, it, there's a whole range of how, uh, I engage with this, but the thing I value the most is 
the knowledge that I'm sitting here alone in the room, but I'm speaking to people out there who matter and who are maybe themselves alone in a room or driving down a road with a, you know, trying to hear me over the, the road noise or they've got a little thing in their ear and I'm, I'm that, I'm in their head, literally, I'm in your head right now. Or like the out, the, the, the message I got recently, um, from Christopher Ellison, his name was Christopher Ellison, who was listening to uh, an episode of this podcast while picking through the ashes of his house that was burned in the fire near Ventura. And he said, he sent a picture and there was, uh, he was wearing a, a dust mask and he said he was smiling behind the dust mask. What a fucking honor that is. Or the people in Australia who are listening to this or Finland it's amazing. So anyway, it's the end of year, end of the year. It's been a weird year, a strange surrealistic year. A year that makes me think about multiverses. A year that makes me think about the rules of probability being suspended. God knows what's coming next year. Holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's coming next year. But I'm really glad that you people are out there. And, uh, yeah, when I have hard moments, it uh, it helps me to know you're there. Whatever that means. Uh, let's see. little announcement for 2018. I'm going to stop using um, music in the normal podcast other than the music that's sent in to me by the musician, him or herself. I've been told by a lawyer that I consulted that I am very unlikely to have any legal problems about using music uh, from bands that I'm not directly in contact with for various reasons, um, mainly like the fact that I'm international, I move around and that I don't charge for the podcast. Um, so I, I think there's some sort of educational waiver or something he talked about, but I don't, I don't want to have to like defend myself. So, uh, I think the smart move is to just stop doing that because the podcast is is getting bigger and the audience is getting bigger and it's becoming a more important part of my life. So I'm not going to um, – I think it's a good time to just stop that. So I'm going to only feature uh, music on the podcast that is from musicians who have explicitly sent it to me and, and uh, you know, I have their blessings to use it. Um, but I, I really like sharing music and talking about it and thinking about it. So I'm going to continue doing a music podcast, but I'm just going to do it on the Patreon site. So I'll kill two birds with one stone there. Um, if you're a Patreon supporter, uh, 
you'll uh, be able to hear those special sort of bonus episodes that I'll do about music. Otherwise, I'll just play um, stuff from from audience, from listeners. Uh, the other thing is uh, my buddy Kyle Tierman, who I've had on the podcast a few times, has been um, very insistent that I should use handheld mics instead of the lapel mics that I've been using um, because the sound quality is not as good as it could be. And I know that's not just his pet peeve. Uh, I've heard from other listeners that the sound quality is not as good as it could be. And honestly, I've used the lapel mics because they're so unobtrusive, and I really like the fact that the person who's uh, that I'm speaking to can forget that they're being recorded because there's just this thing clipped to their shirt, and they forget about it. And I feel like it makes for a more spontaneous, um, sort of unguarded thing, you know, because people aren't used to talking into a microphone. So when you sit this thing on the table in front of them or ask them to hold it, they can get awkward and weird. Um, and also when I travel, it's nice to, to have lapel mics because they're so much smaller and lighter and all that. But the fact is the sound quality does, does suffer. And I know that, uh, a lot of you are listening to this in cars or in places that aren't, uh, ideal acoustic settings, or you're not listening with headphones or whatever. Um, so I'm going to use, I'm shifting to, um, standard mics. So the sound quality hopefully will be better and, uh, so if anybody's feeling sort of not thrilled about sound quality, hopefully that'll be getting better. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say. I hope you guys all have a great transition, great full moon here as we move into 2018. And I really look forward to staying in touch going forward. I'm going to play you out with a song by uh, Raul Paz. It's called Mulata, and it has a really nice groove. And this is the last song that I will play that isn't by a listener of this podcast, unless uh, if you're on Patreon, you'll hear me pretending to be a DJ in bonus episodes. All right. Thanks, everybody. Temblores de adentro Por el camino canto un bolero Y el que pensaba cantarle primero Entre paredes de un cuarto viejo Perdidos por allá por el centro Mordió su corazón y le dijo La vida es un juego, es un sueño Si la dejan bailar Tremendo lío para que mirar Si la dejan bailar Tremendo lío para que mirar Mulata Mulata de ella es como una nube que sube, que sube como ella hay poca gente que vive que sueña y que ríe pero hay que encontrarla le compró la luna y el miedo perdidos 
por allá por el centro y con su risa grito en silencio la vida es un juego es un juego si la dejan bailar tremendo lío para qué mirar si la dejan bailar tremendo lío para qué mirar mulata Bailando la encontró y dijo mía Bailando seguía y sigue bailando Miedo fue matando Lucía, él perdió su risa de tanto intentarlo y sin remedio se acabaría perdidos por acá, por el centro. Mientras se iba dijo en un beso, la vida es un sueño, un sueño, un sueño. Tremendo lío para que mirar. 